Welcome, everyone, to the L7C Podcast Superhero Edition. Today, we have a big superhero podcast for y'all today. We're going to be previewing Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. We're going to be giving you updates on what's been going on with uh, Warner Brothers and the CW shows. We're going to, Byron's going to give some updates on Moon Knight. We are going to be talking about Ezra Miller. That's a big thing in the superhero community right now. Amber Heard, who has a trial right now, Johnny Depp, another big thing in the superhero community. We got a lot we're coming at you with. So we got the captain with us, Mr. Byron Mitchell. How are you doing today? Uh, I'm great. I'm great. Always ready to talk about superheroes. One of my favorite things to do. All right. Let's get right into it. Like Doctor Strange week is next week. Uh, it's coming out this uh, next Friday for the listeners. That is May 6th. It's actually coming out in Hollywood on May 2nd. So for the people who get VIP passes and all that jazz, it's coming out this Monday for y'all. But for the normal people, it comes out May 6th. And if you watch the movies on premiere nights, May 5th. Byron, this is the first movie after Spider-Man. Uh, it actually takes place a couple months after Spider-Man No Way Home. It doesn't give an exact time, just a few months after. And, man, there's a lot of expectations for this movie, Byron. We thought Spider-Man had the expectations about all the cameos and all this stuff. Doctor Strange might have more expectations. This movie is going to be huge. Maybe the biggest of 2022. Just, just depends on, you know, what they do with Thor, Love, and Thunder and you know Black Panther, too. But... This one is going to be huge, breaking the multiverse at the end of No Way Home. If you saw that, fixed it, let some bad juju out. And we're going to see how, you know, that affects the MCU going forward. So, Byron, I hear a lot of people talking about this movie, and I, I agree. I agree with what they've been saying. They've already been showing too much in the trailers. I agree. The first thing they showed that got everyone's attention was they had the voice of Charles Xavier. Mm-hmm. And then Patrick Stewart officially came out and said, yeah, that was me. And then yesterday, yep. um, my friend Ryan, who is a big Marvel head at, mm-hmm. uh, that I work with, sent me a the newest clip. And they had revealed that Captain Britain, not Captain Britain. Peggy, yeah, Peggy Carter. Peggy Captain Carter, Carter is going to, Captain Carter is going to be um, in the movie, which I think they should have kept that as a surprise. Did I think they should have kept. Professor X is a surprise too. They even took it a step further with that today. They released something where you saw Peggy's shield and all of that. And then you see the yellow chair for anyone who's watched the old X-Men animated cartoon. The yellow chair is Professor Xavier. And they did that today too. And yesterday too, where the guy who we don't even know if he's the main bad guy who used to uh, study with Stephen Strange. He says the Illuminati will see you now. That's already a huge big spoiler because people know the Illuminati had like Reed Richards, like Tony Stark, all of those people in there being like literally like the Illuminati of the world. So we don't know who's going to be in it, but it's sounding like Charles is going to be in it. Mm-hmm. We'll see who else. But yeah, man, I, I don't, I don't like the too many trailers. Like they did it so much better for Spider Man. I don't know why they're doing this. For Doctor Strange. Yeah, I don't know either. They kept No Way Home a secret. Like, you heard the rumors, but, like, there was no one confirmed. Like, 
mm-hmm. uh, Tobey Maguire and uh, Andrew Garfield were never confirmed to be in the movie. Or Charlie uh, Cox. Or Charlie Cox. That was, yeah, all three very well-kept secrets. But this movie, they're just, like, releasing all these big names. I'm not sure why they're doing it. Hopefully, they have some bigger surprises in store for us. And these are not just like, oh, you know, we already spoiled the surprise for you guys. Are we worried about this movie being cramped, though? Because this movie isn't a three-hour movie. It's with all these cameos we're expecting. It's only 126 minutes. I did not know that. I thought it was going to be closer to, like, the two-and-a-half-hour mark. Right now, running time is 126. Now that you mentioned that, it could be crammed. Um, but we'll just have to we'll just have to see. I'm excited for it. I think it's oh, like I think it's going to be one of the biggest movies of 2022, unless you know it turns out to be like Morbius. I I doubt it would uh, be like Morbius. I think the hype is too real, and we will uh, see on that. This is the 28th Marvel movie in the MCU. So that means if it goes right, Black Panther 2 will get to be number 30. It will. It will. That'll be a great, great thing. But And we also, as I know a lot of people have complained, seeing people actually work together, like Avengers work together. Wanda's going to be a big part of this movie, man. A lot of people think it's going to end up that she's going to be the bad guy in the end. What are you thinking? I don't see that. I think we'll get that evil Doctor Strange um, that they had in the first movie as a bad guy. But again, ignoring Marvel, nothing we see in the trailer is probably as it is. So there's probably a bigger bad guy that they're going to introduce in the movie. Right, right, right. I hear you. Let's actually stick with Marvel and the MCU. So a couple of weeks ago, finally, on a Monday, we finally get Thor Love and Thunder's first trailer. First trailer. This movie comes out, guys, at time of recording in two months. Yep, July 8th. Yeah, and we're recording at the end of uh, April, which will be May in like two days. So it's like, this, uh, Byron, uh, it's kind of rough, man. I don't, I know we were wondering, like, where is this trailer at? And it finally dropped on a random Monday. What did you think of the trailer? And like, is it too late to get buzz? I don't think it's too late to get buzz because of what they showed um, in the trailer. It's going to be definitely be a journey of like Thor finding himself after giving up the throne of Asgard um, mm-hmm. to uh, Valkyrie. Mm-hmm. And they're in that, that new Asgard. Um, so it's definitely going to be a journey of finding himself. You see the cameos of the Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, and at the end, you finally see Jane Foster as Thor. Um, so I think it has, I think it's going to get buzzed. I think everyone's just excited to see, you know, what's going to happen after Endgame with all those characters and why Jane is back. <laughs> yeah. Why Jane's back? Why does she have a Mjolnir that's been super glued together? Yeah, because uh, it was a Mjolnir Hella destroyer. Yeah, so like, how did you go to that place where Hella was at to go get the pieces? Like, all of those things. You also see it looked like it was Zeus of the MCU. Mm-hmm. It looked like he was there and all that jazz. And also, this trailer did not show the main bad guy to our knowledge. 
the God Butcher, Christian yep. Bale. We did not see what he, so we don't know what he looks like on screen yet. But some the toys have come out and stuff like that. Yeah, would a lot it, of people have not liked his toy design. Yeah, so we're gonna see if that's gonna be how it's gonna be in real MCU Vision life, but. We'll see, man. That movie, July. So you're seeing Doctor Strange in May and then Thor in July. I yeah. thought before that Monday, they were going to do what they did with No Way Home and they were going to drop the trailer as the end credit scene. I did too, because I thought that was like going to be like the new norm mm-hmm. of Marvel to drop the next big movie trailer at the end of you know the movie. Mm-hmm. I just want to know why it took so long because yes. we got No Way Home in December and then mm-hmm. we got that trailer and then the movie's coming out in May. We literally got it, the trailer in April and the movie's coming out in July. I'm not, mm-hmm. I don't understand why it took so long. Yeah, I don't, I don't either. I don't either. But just sticking with the MCU, uh, Feige and the crew basically had their exec board summer retreat planning out the next 10 years of the mcu obviously byron they know what they're doing they know where they want to go do we we gotta get avengers four within these next couple years don't we i don't think they're gonna make us wait another 10 for avengers four no i think we'll get it somewhere in phase five because i know in phase four they said we're gonna take a break from doing like the big team up movies like the avenger style movies mm-hmm. um and we're currently in phase four and i think that ends with fantastic four coming out i think 2024 or something like that who also needs uh, a new director by the way just announced yep john watts has stepped down who previously did all the spider-man movies so they'll have to search for a new director for fantastic four but after that um, i think phase five starts with blade and i think that's you know when we'll get the new avengers movies yeah, because 10 years, we don't know any of these people's contracts. I could, I don't know if I could see any of the people currently right now being in that phase. Yeah, it, like you said, depends on contracts. Because um, I know a lot of them have projects coming up in Space War, whether it's a movie or a Disney Plus TV show. Mm-hmm. So we'll have to see, you know, what they do because it's till 2032 is when they plan it all out. Yeah, that's... That is crazy to think about. But also, Moon Knight is near the end. How are you liking Moon Knight? I am loving Moon Knight. I didn't think, like, I knew, like, that I would like it, but I didn't think I would like it as much as I do. Mm -hmm. Like, the episodes are just amazing. Like, this, going in with Fresh Eyes, because I don't know much about Moon Knight, Mm -hmm. um, and it's just like a psychological thriller, like, Every episode is just outdoes the last episode. And then the final episode is actually next week, the week of Doctor Strange. So it ends on Wednesday and then Doctor Strange comes out on Thursday. So I'm very excited to see how they finish it um, to see, you know, if he is going to be a part of like the Avengers going forward. Because like right now they have like had no ties to like any of the other characters. Mm -hmm. And the MCU, which I love, um, that it's like its own individual story just makes it that much more exciting to watch. I hear you, man. So you got 
that on Wednesday, and like you said, in Doctor Strange on Thursday, you got a full Marvel weekend like going for you in the first week of May, which is good because I mean this is usually the time the big this is the time typically where the Avengers movies come out in May, yep. which it's kind of crazy. The three-year anniversary of Avengers Endgame was this week, and the four-year anniversary of Avengers Infinity War was this week. Those moments at that time when you watched that movies, those movies for the first time, it was it was a life experience. Oh yeah, I remember the walking out of Infinity War. I'm like, what the hell is gonna happen in the next movie? Because mm-hmm. like that ending was like they and that ending where like everyone has been snapped. Like they've never done anything like that in any previous Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. And that was just like a moment to like experience with, like our group that we went with. And then in game, we had enough people that we got a whole row plus that like half another row. Mm-hmm. Like it's crazy thinking how far back those movies were already. Like that's just wild how the time has flown with those two movies and you're just sitting there after and like everything was built to infinity war we get there they mm-hmm. lose and we're sitting there for a whole year sulky like dude we need to get to the next movie how are they coming back from this you see the end it doesn't even say the avengers will return it says thanos will return right you're like, like what the hell <laughs> crazy stuff like that you see the pager at the end with captain marvel you have the, some of the fantastic scenes you obviously Bring me that, like all of these scenes in those mm-hmm. movies. And it's just like, those were really three, four years ago. Just wild to think about. Cause like, you're just like, oh, that was like last year, like yeah. two years ago. Cause like the pandemic has like warped time. So like, mm-hmm. you think just like, oh, that was, you know, just yesterday. But three years ago, I'm like, holy crap. <laughs> yeah. Three freaking years ago, Avengers Endgame, where it was literally a war zone trying to get if you weren't ready to get tickets it was a war zone everyone was talking about it sports people like oh yeah i'm trying to buy my tickets right now before their debate things all of mm-hmm. it man the whole world will try to get those tickets that it showed it made 1.2 billion in the first weekend insane just insane it's like those are times where you'll never forget where you were when you saw endgame for the first time and those are moments that's like, oh, man, I'd love to relive that moment live. Oh, yeah, I would definitely love to go back and watch those and the movies like with fresh eyes again. Iron, we got some crossover here. Our guy, music phenomenon, performed at WrestleMania, Bad Bunny. He's coming okay. to the MCU. He is. I don't know if it's like the MCU. I know it's Sony and you know how Sony and like MCU like are Mm -hmm. whatever. He is going to play uh, this character named El Muerto. Mm -hmm. uh, And they're calling him like the first Latin American superhero, lead superhero Mm -hmm. uh, in a movie, which is a great, you know, we love representation around here. But there has actually been a lot of maybe not controversy, but just a lot of bewilderment, like, why him? Because he's only been, like, two Spider-Man comics, mm-hmm. when there's other, you know, Latin American or Latin superheroes that can do, like, Miles Morales or um, Spider-Man 2099, so this one is coming out of left field, and then two, like, why him? Yeah, those are very valid points, because 
if anyone wanted any other Spider-Man character to have a movie, it would have been uh, Miles Morales. Mm-hmm. And I even know people who are going for Spider-Gwen to have her own thing. Mm-hmm. Like this one just came out of left field and we don't, we don't know what they have planned at all. So maybe in Spider-Man's next movie and Tom Holland's next movie, we do get a Miles Morales somehow. Mm-hmm. We don't know, but for them to throw him out, it's like, he's only been in like two comics. How do you flush out two comics in two hours? Right. And you don't want to have the mistake where it was rushed, a rushed movie like their previous movie. Morbius was a rushed movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even though there are so many delays, Morbius was definitely rushed because it, the story they were trying to tell, I don't know if it was like not well written mm-hmm. or they were just trying to do too much in that two hours, but it definitely felt rushed. And they, the trailers got everyone hyped, seeing the Spider-Man mural and all that, and that mural's not even there, and you're like, what is even happening? Right. And then you, spoilers, if you haven't seen it or not going to see it, you don't even get, what's the actor's name? Vulture until the like in credit scene. Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton, thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird, man. It, that was whole weird. But we'll see. We'll see what they do. We got to keep our eyes out on them. And then one of the last things of Marvel, the game Marvel's Avengers, the video game, man. We didn't get to talk about the big two point three update that happened, but now we're already on big updates two point four and two point five, and we have Jane coming to avengers that came out of nowhere right i know there were a lot of rumors that she was coming but there was also really a lot of rumors that she hawk was coming because they got her voice actor for it um but this like you said this really came out of nowhere like you get the trailer for thor love and thunder on monday and then like on wednesday marvel avengers drops oh yeah lady thor is coming to Avengers at 2.5, which will release in June. Yeah, which is a month before the movie. And I, I think it's interesting now because I asked, like, are they trying to pair these now? Is that the new thing? So are we going to get She-Hulk when She-Hulk's show comes out on Disney Plus? I think that would be cool if it if they did it that way. Um, but I don't know how they would. Because I don't know if they're like, that's the word I'm looking for. Working with, like, I got the you. MCU. Because typically it does take them some bits. They do drop the MCU skins, which are always hot commodities in the store. Yes. Yes. And with that game, man, for the people who... That game has stayed updating. They did big updates. With 2.0 is a big update. Gave you what you wanted. More uh, matches in the desert waste... and the uh, future wasteland. And they yes, keep finally. updating. I... It, <laughs> It's looking like they're gone from, we don't know, gone from the ways of like roadmaps Mm because we haven't had a roadmap. But if they continue to update, continue to get free, um, not free, but new skins, they're doing it, man. They always make it fun to play. We got this big one, 2.5 coming, like you said, with Lady Thor and some new level caps and way to get stronger without doing super hard mission. So Mm -hmm. we'll see. What I have seen some pushback, though, is that they feel like it's another copy character. Like we got Kate and then we got Clint. We, mm-hmm. got, we already had Thor and now we're getting Lady Thor. We mm-hmm. already have Hulk. We're going to get She-Hulk. So they feel like that's a copy thing. Obviously, maybe skills wise, but abilities in the game 
Clinton, uh, Kate are completely different. Completely different. Like they, because I was one of those people. Like when they first announced that Kate and Hawkeye were coming at the same time, mm-hmm. like months apart, I was like, well, they're both, you know, archers. So like, are they going to be different? Are they going to play the same? But like playing Kate and playing Hawkeye, they feel like two totally different characters. Mm-hmm. Um, so I get the pushback that they're like echoes of another character, but they're completely different skill set wise. How they walk, how they run, how they just how you play as them is totally different. Yeah, a lot of people wanted Doctor Strange and Wanda, which I agree. I still would want them in the game, but at least on the positive note. We got another female character, and mm-hmm. Lord, they can't mess it up. She'll be flying. Now, it will be interesting if she has Mjolnir 2, since our, the Thor in the game has Mjolnir. We don't have Stormbreaker. So True. How, how that will do. Hopefully, my dream is that since it's coming for all systems, and it's not like Spider-Man with just PlayStation, we can get another outpost, maybe Asgard. Maybe we finally continue the Loki stuff. We're gonna see. That's gonna be a huge update. Can't wait to. Can't wait to see it. Me either. I definitely hope they continue the Loki story and just like haven't forgotten about it. Oh yeah, most definitely. Byron, anything else from the MCU before we go to the DCEU? I th- think we're good on the MCU. We got to start with maybe the biggest story in the superhero community, Ezra Miller. He's definitely up there. One of the biggest stories in the superhero community. It's it's a hot button topic. Man's been arrested twice in Hawaii. Obviously, the Flash is coming out. That movie is super anticipated. I think they just had some preview at CinemaCon and they showed Michael Keaton and the crowd was going nuts and all of that. And this movie is Mm -hmm. like this movie is a really big deal. General Zod and the girl from the, like his crew are back in it. Mm-hmm. We obviously have the DCEU Supergirl. Benny, Benny A is supposed to be like, there's a lot that's supposed to happen in this movie. And the main characters got arrested twice. A lot of people have said, hey, he's got to go. Uh, there was something that said Warner Brothers had like a secret meeting, but they debunked that that didn't happen. But the second arrest, the film's already done. It's not like you can go re-edit him out. So, Byron, what do we do do with Ezra? There was also suggestions that they replace him and get Grant. But I don't know how that goes. What do you think, man? I think, first of all, I think it would be weird if they replaced him with Grant. Because in Crisis of Infinite Earths, they established that there's two different Mm -hmm. flashes. So it would be really weird for him to all of a sudden jump to the DCEU without like having any prior interactions with the other characters of the DCEU. It's just totally weird. So I don't like the Grant Gustin option. What to do with Ezra? I don't know. I don't know. Because one, I think he needs help because like, why are you getting arrested twice within like two weeks of each other? Yes. In Hawaii. Yes. Like something's going on that he needs help, like a therapist or something. I don't know what's going on with him. Like they haven't came out with anything except for he's been arrested. So I think he maybe needs to take a break from playing the Flash and get the help he needs and then come back and 
do it because I don't know if they're trying to make multiple Flash movies because I know it's supposed to be centered around Flashpoint, so I have no idea what they're doing with Flashpoint. But that, that I think he just needs to get some help. Yeah, I've really struggled with what I think they should do with him in regards to these arrests because, I mean, obviously you never want to get arrested. You don't want to put yourself in a situation that you're getting arrested and he's putting himself in situations that he's getting arrested. Mm-hmm. Obviously, when it comes to press, when he has to go on tour, they're going to have to put him on tour. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know because my biggest thing is with these arrests, it's more going to the next topic, which is not just big in superheroes, but big around the country with Amber. Mm-hmm. Like if Amber loses this court thing to Johnny Depp, and it like we finally have Judge like yeah, she was a piece of poo and she was beating the shit out of the dude. Mm-hmm. There's already a petition; two million people signed to get her off. People wanted her off when this stuff came out. What do you do with Amber? I feel like that's going to decide what happens to Ezra because if they act on Ezra and kick him out and he like gets better and all that stuff, but Amber gets found guilty and they keep her on, that's going to be really bad. Yeah. If they kick one out, they have to kick the other one out. Mm -hmm. And if unfortunately, if one stays, the other one has to stay. Mm -hmm. So this is just one of those tough situations. I feel like Amber's situation is way worse than what Yes. Ezra did. Again, I don't know the details of what Ezra did, but there's been more press around what Amber has done to Johnny Depp. Oh, you could go on YouTube. They have the whole court hearings every day on yes. ET's uh, YouTube channel, and they're like seven hour, seven hour hearings. I don't even know what the result, what the winner wants. I don't either. <laughs> I know it's a defamation case. Like, man, this person's been like, I obviously Johnny Depp's like he hasn't been able to work because is, of this stuff. Yeah, like which he's is true. He I can't remember the last thing I've seen Johnny Depp in before. She claimed that he was abusing her, but then he had evidence, actual evidence that he, she was abusing him, and she still has a movie project, which is strange to me. Well, she's an Aquaman. She's gonna make. I mean, last Aquaman made a billion dollars. So, I mean, if it's close, and this is highly anticipated, because, I mean, everyone loves Jason Momoa. So it's like, you're going to see her on the screen. She's going to be impressed. She has to promote the movie. Right. Then, like, if you keep her, or like, are you going to run the risk of people not wanting to see it because she's in it? Ah, yeah. Yeah, that's the risk. That is the one risk you, you always... You always run. Like, will people want to see it because of because she's in it now? They might boycott. And then you're looking at a loss. That's a good point, man. This those two issues are very crazy in itself. And we're definitely keeping an eye out on both of them because they're big for the DCEU. Yeah. And one's a lead character, mm-hmm. one's well, I guess they're both lead characters. She's the, yeah, she's the romantic, she's the female league romantic lead. Yeah, she's supposed to be Queen Mara. Yeah, so we're gonna Aquaman's see. wife in the future. And if they're doing this injustice thing, they're gonna need her too. Like if they do Flashpoint. Yeah, she was a big part of Flashpoint. So going to another person who got arrested from the DC world, actually MCU world too. Mm-hmm. Barry, 
Kogan? Is that how you say his last name? I don't know if it's Kogan or Keegan. Or Keegan, who everyone knows he was in Eternals. He's still in Eternals. The guy who can control people. But if you've seen the deleted scene that was released on YouTube, he is going to be Robert Pattinson's Joker mm-hmm. in the Batman. You've already saw it was a full five-minute clip if you haven't seen it already. He got arrested. It seems like his has died down, but we're just like, what is happening, man? You guys have once-in-a-lifetime roles. Right. Like, why are, like you rarely see like anyone from the MCU like getting arrested or getting bad press, but like these last couple of months, the DCEU leads or actors have not been doing so well. Right. No, I I agree, man. It's That was interesting, but it looks like his was just a one-time thing and just died down, but it was like a couple minutes after the Joker trailer, oh, yeah, he's getting arrested. It's like, okay. And I like how the media said, the Batman's Joker is arrested. I was like, technically, he's more in the MCU right now. Right, yeah, he was in the whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> he's in the whole movie, and he's coming back, which that's going to be interesting because I think he's maybe because the Batman's not in the full DCEU, but he's mm-hmm. the first person who has working in both at the same time. Yeah, it'll be very interesting to see what they do with the Batman mm-hmm. um, and the sequel because it has been confirmed. Yep, they're cool. getting a sequel and. Like, will that coincide with, like, Eternals 2 whenever they decide to, for that to come out? Right. And, yeah, you already just said it. The Batman's already getting a, a sequel. That's no surprise of anyone right now. It's gross over $750 million. It's already the first day on HBO Max. Almost had a million people watching it on the first day. So it's already been one of the most streamed things on HBO Max mm-hmm. for people who didn't get to go to theaters and the success. I mean, it's a very successful movie. And here we are getting the second movie. We don't know when it's going to come out. So far, Robert and Zoe are to return mm-hmm. with Reeves. Uh, we don't know if Alfred, we don't know if he's coming back. But we're going to see, man. We don't know. Jeffrey Wright has his own that Arkham Asylum mm-hmm. DCPD crossover show is going to be coming out. Uh, the Penguins getting his own show on HBO Max. Mm-hmm. So we're going to see. I, I don't think it's going to come out, obviously, like next year, two years. I could see it being three years from now. I could say being three years with working on the script, deciding, you know, who's going to be the villain, what the story is going to be. I could say three years. Now, if it's before three years, that'll be interesting to see if it's as good with the two-year gap. That would be interesting. I do want to throw some things out for people, too, that the main character, Robert Pattinson, I don't want to say only, because for normal people, this is a lot of money, but was only paid $3 million for the Batman. Really? Yeah, because Robert, I mean, he is not an A-list actor. That's true. He is an A-list. Like, that's why his pay was so little. He was doing the indies and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So we're going to see, compared to everyone else, uh, let me just pull, like, Ben Affleck was paid above $10 for each major Batman appearance. Mm. 
So that's like George Clooney, who had the worst one ever made eighteen dollars, eighteen eighteen million in Batman and Robin because he was such a big star. Yeah. And then uh, Keaton was paid ten million for Batman, Batman Returns. So that's about twenty one million. Bale, he started off low. But then the next two were just so high that it averaged to above 18 a film. Wow. So I think the next movie, Robert's obviously going to get paid a lot more because they got oh, yeah. to. Or, he's, or he can be like, hey, if you don't pay more, I'm leaving. Right. And then, then, we're then, gonna and then we have them. this all over. <laughs> oh, then we have it all over again. But yeah, I think they'll pay him. Underrated movie, Shazam, you shared as a moving up there date. Moving up or moving back? Moving up, so originally it was supposed to come out in 2023. Now I think it's going to come out in November of this year. Let me double check. Well, I also knew I figured they were going to move because they have the same release date as Avatar 2. And I don't think, and they don't want any, and that's a smart move because you don't want any part of that. Yeah, so it's going to come out uh, December 21st of this year instead of next year. That's that's still my... Yeah, because Avatar 2 is supposedly coming out around that time. They really want to battle, and they can battle, but I I would not recommend it. Uh, Yeah, because Avatar 2 comes out December 16th, so it's a five-day period between both releases. Okay, so they moved it back. Okay, that's not smart. Not smart. Because obviously Shazam, you have all those people. Can't wait to see a trailer for that. And can't wait to finally get Black Adam and Shazam. That got pushed back to 2023 along with The Flash. And I think, no. Flash and um, Aquaman got pushed to 2023. I think Black Adam still supposed to come out in 2022, but I know they were pushed uh, that release date back. We'll see what they do. We'll see what they do. Uh, there was also a big thing with Warner Brothers. Uh, they had the Discovery merger. Everyone was asking, what's it mean for the DCEU? They said they were looking for someone to be like Kevin Feige. So my thing was, the person who was supposed to be their <laughs> Kevin Feige, what happened to Jeff Johns? Like, he... He was supposed to be the Feige of DC. He's made great, great uh, comics, but I'm also, yeah, yeah, he served as the chief creative officer of DC Entertainment from 2010 to 2018 and as president and CEO of 2016 to 2018. So he wrote, he did, he helped with, uh, he was producer on Green Lantern, BBS, Suicide Squad, the original Wonder Woman, Justice League, Shazam, Birds of Prey, Aquaman, Wonder Woman 2084. So I was like, what happened? What happened to him? Oh, in 2018, he stepped down from his role. But let's see. He's continuing to work with Warner Brothers and producing stuff. He's helping with the Batgirl, Green Lanterns Corp, and the Shazam movie. So I was like, why don't you just make bunches give him his old job back? I don't know what's going on with WB. There's one the most confusing production company when it comes to superhero movies. Like 
the whole Zack Snyder thing is still wild to me. <laughs> like you literally basically cut this man out of the DCEU because his daughter committed suicide. Mm-hmm. Like, and then you gave him that one chance. Oh, you know, we'll release the Snyder cut, but that's it. That's all you get. Like, if that movie was in theaters, like that movie probably would have made a close to a billion dollars. And you know, he still has a vision because of the way the Snyder cut was so like cohesive and like mm-hmm. the future flash forward um, to the wasteland when, mm-hmm. you know, dark side takes over. Like they could have built on that, but they chose not to. And I don't know what direction they're going in. Cause they don't have the Kevin Feige of the DCEU anymore. So hopefully they'll find one and hopefully like they'll get it together because it's so like there's no through storyline like there is with the MCU with the DCEU like they started one but then they ended it yeah that whole situation really made two entities look really bad DC and uh, Josh Whedon Mm -hmm. they were the two who they just looked awful throughout that situation that Zach got to come be the hero with the Schneider cut. I mean, it was the main reason myself included was the main reason. A lot of people got HBO max. Mm-hmm. That was the main reason. Cause they're like, this is the only place you could watch it. Now it's on DVD and I bought the DVD on Blu-ray. So it's like, I could watch whatever I want if you don't have mm-hmm. HBO max, but that was the reason. And I know that's some people, that's the only reason they still have it. So they mm-hmm. can watch the Schneider cut, but I'm going to throw someone's name in the hat if anyone from D.C. listens to our stuff. And this guy's proven he can do it. I'm throwing in Greg Bertinelli. Oh, yeah, for sure. With the Arrowverse? Yep, I'm throwing, I am throwing him in the ring for if they want someone who's established, who's done it, who already mm-hmm. has the thing with all these characters. I mean, the dude, they just did. I'll throw Mark Guttenheim in there, too, if he wants to come mm-hmm. back. And who did it with Crisis on Infinite Earths on a TV budget and you give them a movie budget. I think those are easily the two best picks you can make. I agree. I I 100% agree. I would love if they, if WB slash Discovery got them to work on their DCEU. Because I feel like they, they could fix it. Oh, easily. It's not. Like, it's not unfixable. Like, you have so much. You obviously got a rock movie. You got the rock on your thing. Mm-hmm. You got, you still have Gal Gadot. You got Wonder Woman 3 coming. You got Aquaman. You have all these things. Obviously, you have now James Gunn doing your stuff, too. Peacemaker is good. You got Suicide mm-hmm. Squad. So you, DC has a lot of good things going. It just never is just free-flowing. When they're on a constant stream of good, there's always a wedge that makes it go bad. Mm-hmm. So, and then speaking of Greg and Mark and the Arrowverse, already shows of some shows have already been renewed. Flash now record holder for the longest Arrowverse show at nine seasons. It's mm-hmm. only one away now from Smallville, so that's a big that's a big deal. And congratulations to the Flash cast of getting to nine seasons of anything. It's hard, and it's yeah. even harder. Nine seasons of television, and nine seasons of consistent like TV show. There's like maybe 
a couple seasons that weren't as good as the others, but like for the like these eight seasons, it's been pretty much consistent the whole time. And they've been able to keep a majority of the people. And even when some leave, they get them back for episodes. Mm-hmm. Like, look at Ronnie. Like, Ronnie's back in a way. Like, Ro- things he is like back that. in a way, yes. We've had Cisco, Cisco left, and then he comes back every now and again. Like, and they've been able to keep the core together. Mm-hmm. So shout out to them, man. It, it had to be Grant who would break uh, Amel's and them's thing. So shout out to them. Superman and Lois already got renewed. That, that's, that's just easy money. Easy money. It's, it's, it's easy money. The way they write their episodes is money. They have like a movie budget with TV episodes, and mm-hmm. it's it's just great. Like the story's great, the action's great. So I, I I love that show. Only thing is, I know that everyone's still complaining. We're still like, besides John Diggle coming in the first season mm-hmm. and like mentioning like because John Diggle is literally on that tour on every show. We're mm-hmm. still waiting for like, okay, are we not going to talk about your cousin who's on planet Earth? I, we're they still waiting for the Arrowverse connections. <laughs> yeah, they have not brought Supergirl up at all. these one and a half seasons so far. <laughs> so we're still waiting for that. Obviously, then we have, well, this is actually going to tie into the next thing. So other shows, Batwoman, Legends of Tomorrow, we're in limbo. Mm-hmm. There was a Renew Batwoman Season 4 campaign. There was a whole week of Renew Legends and why it should be renewed. And if mm-hmm. Legends of Tomorrow would have been at Season... Would be at Season 8? Uh, yeah, I think this was Season 7 that they just ended. Which is crazy, because that would tie Arrow for the second most mm-hmm. in the Arrowverse. And if you just really just think about like it or not of the Arrowverse, you look at all the shows... That's almost 30 seasons of story combined. Yeah. Which put that in perspective, 30 seasons of stories. That's more MCU movie. That's more than the MCU. That's true. Just put that in perspective. Because Arrow is eight. Flash is nine. That's already 17. Mm -hmm. Supergirl got to six. Yep. And then what did Black Lightning get? Four, six? Four. Four. Legends is at now seven. Superman and Lois is getting at three. They're Stargirl. She'll get, I think she got three. Yeah, I think she's got three, too. So it's like, you got to put that in perspective, man. It's, they have more, like, content. We're not even talking about, like, the other small stuff, like, the anime stuff that's connected to, like, the Ray and, like, Mm -hmm. all of that. That's 30 seasons of screen time and connections if you connect all the things together. They've been doing their thing for the last couple of years. I forgot where in Arrow started, but 2011. Yeah, 2011? So they've been 20, not 20, 11 years now. That's mm-hmm. amazing. 11 years of bam and consistent stuff. And it was breaking news today that they would not renew Batwoman for season four. So it ends at season three, which mm-hmm. then gives it the worst moniker for the lowest Arrowverse show that it only made three seasons. Yep. Byron, what I have my thoughts. What did you think about that, of it being canceled? I've seen the tweets now from the people who play Mary and all of that. So what do you think? I think I don't like the decision because I feel like they were just getting their footing. Ryan Wilder, I think 
in my personal opinion, I think she has done a way better job as Batwoman than um, Ruby Rose did. So I was excited to see more of her story um, come to the TV screen. Um, so I'm sad that it didn't get renewed for the season four because I think they're. I forgot who they teased for season four, but I think season four would have been another great season of Batwoman. So my thing, first off, I think this it had to stop because if they're really making Gotham Knights, they weren't going to have two shows in Gotham. True. So I do think that, and it's supposed to literally be in the Arrowverse, so I do think some of these people will be coming back in some way, shape, or form. My other thing is that if it was gonna, I just felt like it was going to be, if it was gonna be anyone, it was going to be Batwoman because of all the drama that that show had to deal with, with Ruby. Yeah, Ruby really left on bad terms. They had to cancel the Batwoman Supergirl crossover because she left. So who Mm -hmm. knows how far back that would have set, how that set the Arrowverse. Then you have the back and forth and then you obviously get Ryan, who I do. I like Ryan a lot. Then you get that. And this, there's some things that were happening. It's like, eh, but obviously, too, you get Luke Fox, who becomes Batwing. And I was just sending his tweets out mm-hmm. how this was the first African-American Bat family member on live anything. That's true. So it was a really big deal. You had a show where the two superheroes were both African-American, and that is huge. That is huge. They, Yeah, they they dropped the ball with this one. I'm just going to say it. (laughs) They did. So hopefully they're back in Gotham Knights. If Gotham Knights gets greenlit, it'll be interesting to see how that goes. But now we're looking, and it sucks, too, because they're the only ones who don't get a proper send-off. Yeah, they Series just ended. No yeah. series finale. Nope. Just just ended after season three with a cliffhanger. Arrow, Black Lightning, Supergirl all got the endings. Even though some there's some endings like I think could have been better. They all got the endings they deserved, but mm-hmm. they 51 episodes, which is crazy because it's like Flash. We're gonna have to start looking if they're getting close to episode like 200 or something like that. Yeah, I think they just had 150 last season. Mm-hmm. So that's crazy. And Legends of Tomorrow, they have a they have an OG in Katie Lloyd's, aka Sarah mm-hmm. Lance, and obviously it ended with uh, Sarah being pregnant. Yes. So we're gonna see, man. I hope it comes back because then that's crazy that you'd had you have a season of season nine and two that made eight. Arrow could have went longer if they wanted to. They really could have. But with Crisis, and if the main character had to die in Crisis, then it's really hard to continue. But this is the thing I'm talking about, Byron. You have really good things with DC, and then it just goes down. Because I felt like Crisis, well, I felt from a crossover perspective, Earth-X was it. That That was from top to bottom, story, fighting, everything. That was it. Earth-X is 
one of my favorite crossovers, all because of that church fight scene. And then also Crisis on Infinite Earths was just the biggest thing that DC has ever did with mm-hmm. all the other shows. The internet breaking Ezra meeting Grant. Mm-hmm. So I felt like at that point, and then obviously Oliver, Oliver dying to reestablish this multiverse in DC that we have with the movies and the shows, Oliver died to establish this. So I felt like that, that was like the peak, just like Endgame. It was the peak. How mm-hmm. do we keep people interested? And now Superman and Lois is out freaking killing it. You still mm-hmm. got Grant. So it's like, how do we keep him interested? You also have that show where Diggle is supposed to be teaching those college heroes or whatever. Yep. That was talked about and all of that. But I just feel like DC now with HBO Max. I'm already going to say it. I know you want Green Arrow and the Canaries. Move that stuff to HBO Max. You have the platform. You, yeah. I would love if they had. Just give it to me. Just give me Green Arrow and the Canaries and give me Painkiller, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, like Marvel, they took everything away from Netflix. They're like, we have Disney Plus. We don't need you anymore. That's true. And now Netflix is doing terrible. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, those were reasons that a lot of people got Netflix. Oh, new season of Daredevil's coming on. Oh, got to watch. New mm-hmm. season of The Punisher. Now they're all on Disney Plus, and they're probably going to bring them back in some way. We already know Daredevil's coming back, whatever way, yeah. however they do it. So that's just a crazy, crazy thing on them. But salute to Supergirl. I mean, not Supergirl, Batwoman. Three seasons, 51 episodes. That's still hard to do in any medium, especially when these guys aren't on the streaming things. They're doing it on live t- cable television. Right. Basically, you have commercial breaks. A lot of people don't watch stuff because of commercial breaks, and they're there because of the commercial breaks. Killing it every week. And I did bring up Gotham Knights, the show. Byron Gotham Knights, the game, it's supposed to come out October. Still they waiting. finally got a release date. Yeah, still waiting for <laughs> another all trailer. Years. <laughs> still waiting for a trailer. Uh, hopefully it'll drop soon and keep people interested. I'm still going to be interested either way, but oh, absolutely. another trailer would be very nice. Absolutely. Byron, man, anything else on DC or any of the superhero stuff? Not that I can think of. Definitely watch Moon Knight um, if you haven't, because it's amazing. Mm-hmm. And definitely, Doctor Strange is going to be huge. Yeah, we guys, we're going to be right back. Literally next week, recording, recording our Doctor Strange review and getting getting you hip to other things that are coming after Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. The only thing I would have for DC too is that they did start their new comic, Death of the Justice League. Just read the first uh, comic, Justice League seventy five. If you're into comics, really check that out. It's a crisis level event, and if you're a DC fan. Crisis level events are no joke, and we're in the new yeah. crisis. We're in the new crisis level event. A couple of days ago was Superhero Day. If you follow the L7C on Twitter, you saw that we tweeted: "Is this besides the old golden era? This is the golden era of superhero media, from TV shows to streaming shows to movies to comics to video games." These past 20-ish years and ongoing, it's not going to stop. They just keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And they're making all these people all this money. So it's not stopping, man. This is the norm. We are in the golden era of superhero media. 
I'm glad I was born when I was born so I could witness this golden era. Because there's like so many things. Like if you're not into video games, you can watch the movies. If you're not into the movies, you can play the video games. There's something for everyone to get their dose of superheroes. If you're not into Marvel, you got the DC. If you're not into DC, you got Marvel. And then you got these like independent superhero shows that you can watch you have people making their own things like net with uh amazon and the boys and like Mm -hmm. things like that so yeah comics superheroes won't die anytime soon because they inspire a generation everyone wants you know their race or religion represented in comics and marvel has been doing an excellent job of that uh these last couple years with um Shang Chi and the Ten Rings. We got Miss Marvel, uh, Black Panther. We have definitely got a lot of representation out there in the superhero world. I will end with the right way. Uh, before, well, obviously, thank you everyone for listening to the L7C podcast. Make sure you like, rate, comment, subscribe. But the way we are going to end this one is paying our respects to Neil Adams, who just passed away. He's a trail. He was a trailblazing comic book creator. He mm-hmm. died at eighty years old. If you don't know who he is, you know some of the characters after Adam West's Batman. He helped revitalize Batman to the more darker uh, Batman that we all see today. He helped create characters you so may know. Man Bat, uh, Talia al Ghul, Ra's al Ghul's daughter. So characters. He helped re- revamp Green Lantern and the heart of the Arrowverse himself, Green Arrow. You saw Mark retweet a picture of Oliver Queen. Uh, he worked on stuff like X-Men. He worked on the new Avengers. He published his own company before. Like, this was a big dude in the comic book world. And the L7C is paying our respects to him. Because without a lot of his work, we don't have a lot of stuff that we have today. Mm-hmm. Rest in peace, Neil. And with that being said, thank you, everyone, for listening to the L7C podcast. Signing out. Thank you for listening to this episode of the L7C Podcast. Be sure to like, rate, review, and subscribe to the channel. Follow us on all social media platforms, and we'll be talking to you guys soon. Take care.